0: I'm Sarah. And I am Melania Trump's Ghost (laughs) Rider.
1: And this is (laughs) Nerds and No Man, a weekly podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash. If you want to hit us up, (laughs) you can let us know how you feel at... Um, What is it again? <laughs> that really threw me off That was excellent NSNM podcast on Twitter Or with the hashtag NSNM Or you can email us At no, sir, no ma'am at gmail.com You may also If you wish And trust us with your lives um, Send us your Personal problems and questions and uh, advice yes. and requests.
0: <laughs> we love it. Um, we love the tea. We're here for it.
1: Yeah, we are. Um, at the messier, the better. Might I might add. But um, <laughs> at nosaynomam dot dot Disclaimers for today. This is our last episode before Ramadan yeah so also we haven't uh, recorded
0: in a while so this might drag on for a bit I'm afraid
1: <laughs> yeah as usual <laughs> as I feel like all of oh, our episodes somebody was like can we just can you give us a download option because this like two-hour <laughs> episode thing is really <laughs> difficult <laughs>
0: I'm sorry about your internet fun. Um, <laughs> um you know,
1: so now you can download we do we can. you can download uh the episodes to keep for later for when you, you know, if you want something to like send you to bed or take to work or you know, you just don't want to use your data. <laughs> I, I I don't
0: know a single person on earth who wants us to put them to bed, but okay. <laughs>
1: <so>. <laughs> Listen, you never know. Like, <laughs> We have almost sure. five hundred listens on our on our latest e- our last episode. Yeah, so you know what? They're like <laughs> 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 This
0: is um, like our standards.
1: So listen. Okay. <laughs> 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 Hashtag that a yeah, dude. Like
0: we're out here <laughs>
1: doing these baby For steps. <laughs> we're putting in this For work. Real. <laughs> um seriously all right you have (laughs) Um, any disclaimers anything else no none whatsoever so oh my other disclaimer is the topics the main topics for for this episode are pretty depressing so we're gonna start off oh yeah we're gonna start off trigger warning yeah um there's lots of talk of sexual assault and molestation and right <sighs> gender discrimination and all these other things. So, if you are, yeah. you know, if you're, what's the word? If you're feeling sensitive or just not in the right headspace, maybe you should leave this for. Yeah, you know,
0: maybe maybe just go burn some sage <laughs> Something. And, you know, come back to this a bit later. Have
1: some calming tea or some. some. <clears throat> all right, but let's start with the. <laughs>
0: let's start, to with... start with the lighter topics listen Um, i never thought i would say
1: this but i am living for melania trump
0: girl i am living (laughs) which is why (laughs) i want to be her ghostwriter. because you know that when shit goes down
1: oh my god she's the one to turn to listen she is she knows she knows out of the white house like the day of (laughs) yom it could she's gonna be she's gonna, first of all she's gonna serve her divorce papers she's gonna <laughs> contact saturday for the ghostwriting, and she's just gonna be like listen i need to get these stories out here.
0: I'm, I'm here i'll give her a good flat rate I'll, I'll probably <laughs> even do it for free just for like the joy of knowing what the fuck is going on I there. i feel like she's um, so done she's so done with him she's over it she's she's over it she did not but this is what i've always said she did not sign up for this this is not what she wanted she She wanted a rich husband (sighs) you know she wanted a comfortable life she wanted living in her little trump tower she wanted all the nice pretty things she never, ever in her entire life signed up to be First Lady of the United no, States of America. She, she did not. And that is and totally fair. And she's even
1: said that, though. Like, she's even been like, "I, you know, this wasn't, I wasn't aware that this was going to happen. Like, this wasn't part of our, like, life plans. <laughs> no, but, we were you know, all blindsided like, We that, just you. weren't ready.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> but I think that now, like, before she was just kind of like hostage i feel like now she's fighting back like now she's just like i don't want to have anything to do with for you for her yeah
0: good for she's her. like do, mm, do not touch me we are <laughs> not, doing we're this. not doing
1: this i <laughs> will
0: remind you in public that you are not allowed to touch me it was it that we i did not sign up for this listen you will uh keep your hands um, no, off my general vicinity and that's good for her. I mean, <laughs> oh, can you blame her? I cannot. Like, I would
1: not want to touch that. Honestly, just I would not want any physical contact. The fact that she made it this far in the marriage in the first place and like actually had kids girl. is just beyond me. Like, well, I just like I mean, I like that's part. She of,
0: probably signed a prenup. Yeah, that's part and, of part of the know, contract. She I has to say. live up to. Her end of the contract, but just in case people have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> um, just to give some context, uh, Donald Trump is on his world tour. Ew. Basically, Ew. he was in Saudi Arabia, and then I think he went to Israel. Hold on, sorry.
1: Before we um, before we go on, can I just mention that I just like when I realized I was listening to oh, I was listening to like a soundbite of him, you know, completely backpedaling on everything he said during his campaign. And like, for and all <laughs> oh, cooperation, d- <laughs> this, and collaboration, that. And he actually I don't called...
0: I am just here for Melania. He
1: called al Madik Salman King Solomon. And I just... It like hit me... Oh, right. Maybe like oh a full three I'm minutes dumb. later. Like after the video ended, He's after so I scrolled dumb. through Twitter, I was like, wait. Did he just call him Solomon? His, uh, you ignorant. listen. I
0: like. I I have this fascination with people who are really good public speakers because I believe it's not an easy skill. Like it's, it's actually a it talent. Really isn't. It really And this dude has zero. Oh, he has none. N- negative. Like not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has. I don't know if you saw talent. his speech. I don't know if you saw his speech right after um, the attack in Manchester. And he was like, oh, this is a a horrible thing done by uh, um, evil losers. Yeah, he called (laughs) them
1: losers. He was like, um, I'm not going to call them losers. I'm going to call them losers. It was like, ew. Evil losers. Are you in fifth grade? Like, what is (laughs) What? Why do you. Why are you like this? Why I am so over this person. Yeah, I'm really over him. I I just don't care anymore. Please continue. So he's on his world tour.
0: Yeah, um, so he's visiting a bunch of countries and you know doing presidential stuff. Um, And there's a couple of like little clips, like little videos of him walking beside. Melania and like trying to touch her, <laughs> like trying to take her by the hand, like other couples do, and she, like her immediately just like swatting away his hand, like, shit, minno, you know what I mean? Like,
1: no, she no mm-mm. literally swatted his hand away, like, how dare you! Do you are you I confused have, like who <laughs> <for her. laughs> told you you can and do this and did you see her
0: outfit when um they met the pope
1: oh yeah so what,
0: like <clears throat> the whole black thing with the black lace <laughs> she's like she's and stuff feel and i saw <laughs> <laughs> and i saw someone on twitter caption that um picture and they're like oh amazing you need to always dress for your for the job you want (laughs) (laughs) and I thought that that
1: was really funny yo um on a sorry on a somewhat serious note um mm -hmm. as much as I'm here for Melania's like non-hearness for her husband I'm also annoyed Mm -hmm. that like people try to make her into this like you know taking a stand and like whatever she oh, went okay, to Saudi no, Arabia no, no, no. and didn't put a scarf Everyone on her calm head your titties. yeah like okay let's relax all right <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves and then she yeah, went to the to Vatican and proceeded to slap that veil on her head like nobody's business her and Ivanka and the rest of them and I'm just like yeah no we know what this is about we we know also Indeed no head like wife of head of state or head of state is obligated to cover their heads when they go on like to to on an official visit to Saudi Arabia so I don't even know what all that was about but anyway Not way. even
0: the <clears throat> like I wasn't the German chancellor in Saudi yeah. not too long ago? Yeah. And she was like super chill yeah. in her usual, you know, ugly pantsuit. And she was like, hey, what's up? And like, you didn't have to no, come for a pantsuit. Like, I, 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 I mean, pants. they're cool I want to style her. <laughs> <laughs> they are hideous. And it's She's not a, even like, you're I just really. offering
1: your services I, all over the place. Like, I
0: actually. <laughs> <laughs> you get my services. You get my <laughs> Everybody gets my services.
1: <laughs> that is how you're trying to hashtag fix your life. Get it?
0: I <laughs> I actually enjoy like a nice pantsuit on a woman. Just like hers are really horrible. And <laughs> yeah, here's the thing, not. though, I I can't even shade her because the way our politicians dress.
1: Let um, me just not. Let's okay? not go there. Let me. Let's no. not. Let's no. not open that door let me just lord okay um, anyway so yeah so let's not get ahead of ourselves with Melania being some oh, like right. feminist slash progressive you know I right. call no, like no. no she's just a person um, like
0: <laughs> no she's just a person who strongly dislikes her husband yeah um, who happens to be the president and that's pretty much it
1: Listen and we um, share that sentiment. Like if anything I have in common with Melania Trump is my, is, you know, my distaste and disgust for Donald can, Trump. Can so. you imagine
0: being married to
1: him? with Ugh. Trump? Sharing a bed with that? Hell. I Ugh. mean, good lord.
0: Listen, I uh, the stuff I of nightmares. She, I, mean, I don't know how she doesn't the, wake some, up in a, like terror every time she
1: like opens her eyes. <laughs> The money
0: and lifestyle probably helped for a while. But, like, this whole Fris lady thing just isn't her job. Like, it's not working for her.
1: I feel like now it's, like, it's forcing her to, like, be a lot more involved with him. And I think that's what is, like, that's, like, the rude awakening for her. Like, uh, I don't think they've ever spent this much time together. I feel like... You know, past their like, dating. They, this is
0: like they don't usually do this. <laughs> they don't
1: usually. Like, who
0: who would want to? Girl. I mean, listen. Um, where I'm, I'm not gonna get into this topic of discussing um this person. You're yeah, president. I I don't. I'm um, not
1: person. my president. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He's somebody else's <laughs> well, president. <laughs> <laughs> just like mm-hmm. a um so TLC had a, had a cuz their their new album is out or something or coming out and so they had Say this, what now? Yeah. Oh yeah, you didn't know that? They crowdfunded a for a, for a last album. They did you hear what I said? They crowdfunded but, for a last album. And then um But with, like listen, d- two out listen. of three
0: of them or just like if they it. get a
1: replacement. No, it's it's two out of three. It's, it's I'm actually <laughs> curious It's, it's uh, it's TNC. It's it's TNC. Um,
0: Oh,
1: no. Yeah. And so then they were on an interview with like some, I don't know, I think like a BBC or something, channel or something, something, something. And um, they were asking them about Trump. And they were both pretty much like, oh, he's no. I don't think about that. Because, <laughs> I, and then I think it was T-Boz. I don't <clears throat> know
0: this person. Or Chili, who
1: was like, about. oh, you know, I wish everybody luck who has to deal with that. But Jesus is my president. And I was like, um, <laughs> sis. Okay, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, well. <laughs> I mean. So, uh, you know, in the words of uh, of... T-bars slash chili. <laughs> he's not. Good <laughs> luck to everybody who has to deal with that. But uh, hes not my president. <coughs> right. Okay. Anywho, moving on. Yes. Um,
0: um. Would you like to speak about France?
1: <laughs> yes. Actually, I would. I feel like you know we're getting a little bit. We're getting deeper into the seriousness, but not too serious still. So I feel like we should should go ahead and talk about that.
0: um, So France has been on one. Uh, Several. Um, Just all all of it. All of France. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing. I I don't even care. Um, So... (laughs) Um, there's this uh, daily show on French TV that we have talked about before on this podcast mm-hmm. because they are extremely problematic. It's it's a oh god. I don't know how it's people watch that shit, but it's it's a lot. Um, it's the show where um, they had an actress come in for like a little comedy sketch thing, um, and then one of the guys from the show. Uh, Basically, sexually assaulted her on TV. He He tried. Didn't he try to kiss her?
1: And she was like, "No, thank you." And she backed up. And then when she like rejected him twice, he ended up kissing her boob. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: as you do, um, as
1: you know, exactly. (laughs) Like what? Uh,
0: Same show, different tragedy. Um, They did oh my god, why do they do these things? They did a three hour special show
1: <laughs> <Three> <laughs>
0: that hours. was live. live who thought okay. that was a good
1: idea? Which producer was like, yeah let's put these highly problematic people on TV for three hours.
0: The main problem is though, that um, their uh, what do you call it? Their audience ratings are really good because they're so messy. So they keep they 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 just they keep pushing it. Like they do too much. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, they had a three-hour special um, that they wanted to be kind of like a radio show. So they had a line where just random people could call in and like ask for advice and tell their life because, stories. Uh... Um why you would call into
1: a I, TV girl, show.
0: Don't don't to
1: ask for Don't, don't okay. ask
0: All those right. questions. You don't need to. Um it just <laughs> happened. <laughs> like that's that's what happened. Um and in the spirit of quote unquote radio shows, they also did uh a bunch of like phone pranks, so they would call police stations and then they would call like random people and whatever. It was not funny. It's like like not. I can't even. I I don't. I mean, it just wasn't funny.
1: Humor sometimes is Um, so juvenile that I'm just like, really? really This is
0: funny to y'all? Like, I am so thankful. I am so thankful and grateful and blessed that I have discovered British TV. Listen, because say what you may, these people are funny. Like, they're they're funny. Their food is trash, but they're funny. Yeah. Anyway. um, And with him, so they were doing, like, all these phone pranks and stuff. And one of the pranks was that they put up, they set up a profile on... It wasn't Tinder, but it was some random, like, hookup website, mm-hmm. um, and the profile was a guy, so obviously they had a picture that was cropped from the head, so it was just like a torso, mm-hmm. like a fit guy torso, <clears throat>
1: um,
0: and then they had, like, a little bio, a description, and the guy said, you know, his likes and dislikes and stuff, and the guy is like, oh, I'm into, um, girls and guys, blah, blah, blah whatever, call me if you want to hook up, um, and the number on that profile was for the TV show. So people uh, called live, oh, right? Not knowing uh, that they would be on a TV show, <clears throat> thinking that it was actually a random hookup from a website. Also,
1: that's and, how you know that French TV has very little regulation. Like, I feel like that shouldn't be...
0: Well, we'll, we'll get to that later. Because, okay. like, there's a whole, you know... and him, <laughs> so um, obviously the, yeah, I said that the guy said that he's into guys and girls and whatever but uh-huh. most of the people who called thinking that it was this guy were gay men uh-huh. um, which is problematic on so many levels yeah. because first of all I would think that as a gay man when you call a number like that, like on a hookup website, a part of you is always afraid that it's gonna be some psycho homophobe right, who like just want to be free situation. Up. Like, like, I, yeah. yeah, I I think like that fear is very much there for a lot of men. Um so
1: like calling
0: and then that's also finding just, out your
1: own TV. Yeah, and the is, it's just it's weird a to, be, to them, like call a number. It's one thing to like talk to somebody and then decide, you know what I mean? And then they give you their number or whatever. But it's another thing to yeah. be like, hey, so I saw your profile. And uh, that's just, it's just too like immediate. I, I can't imagine. I mean,
0: it, if, if it usually works for you, sure, you do you. But my point is, I think there's something really problematic with tricking people like that uh yeah because you know that for them it's not a safe situation to begin with right
1: right
0: so that was part of the problem the other part of the problem is that obviously the presenter who was answering the phone um whenever it was like one of these hookup pranks and he'd answer Mm -hmm. the phone it would be a guy he'd get into character of what he thought was the game oh, them,
1: which is just like super uh, effeminate I can imagine
0: effeminate caricature Ugh. of you know, it was it was so painful to watch it was horrible um TV is like high which is gross because it's so gross harsh. like it 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 just it's so dumb <laughs> Like, you're reinforcing all these stereotypes that, you know, are really bad for a whole community. Like, do you think, do you... What are you doing? (sighs) Right. France. So there was that. And then also there was the fact that a lot of people who called didn't even get a chance to find out that they were on TV. Because it kind of... Yeah. Because... It was live, right? And these are people calling for a hookup, so obviously some of the language was quite
1: crude,
0: and they had to hang up. So, oh
1: my god! So uncomfortable. So messy. So bad. So messy.
0: So messy. Anyway. So, obviously, um, they got a fuckload of backlash for that, especially on Twitter, and people were saying that it was just flat-out homophobic, and um, they just had, like, it was complete disregard
1: for people's the privacy safety and safety of the people.
0: Yeah, privacy, safety. Um, they didn't care that it was, like, so dis- such a terrible stereotype (laughs) such such,
1: such trash Um, like the definition of trash pure trash
0: pure, pure trash Um, also obviously because they do have a lot of viewers a lot of people were defending the show and saying that oh, you know, well, it was just jokes. And if, if we can't joke <clears throat> about anything, like, what is even the oh point? my and God. And on that show, they make fun of everyone. Like, they also make fun of straight people. <clears throat> right, but Ugh. you don't make f- fun of straight people because they're straight. Like, right. are people s- fucking... Are you dumb?
1: Speak- exactly. I don't get it. Like, are you dumb? I don't understand that people don't...
0: <clears throat> Ma'am, listen. Um, anyway... So there was a lot of backlash, and then the next day on the show, obviously they had to address it, um,
1: because I feel also like this is a, a recurring lot of people, thing for them, like um, coming to address some bullshit is, they did in the really previous is. episode,
0: it, girl, <laughs> oh, ma'am. My God. Like I can't. I can't. Anyway. Um, They had to address it also not just because of the backlash on Twitter, but also because a lot of people sent messages to the CSA,
1: which is,
0: um, like I don't even know, like their FCC something audiovisual. Um, so it's basically the authority that kind of regulates regulates what you know happens on TV and radio and stuff.
1: Okay, because um, I was like, where are the, <clears throat> hello, authorities? Can we, hello? So, like, listen,
0: uh, the next day, they try to address this issue, and uh, it is so, it's basically what they usually do. So the presenter was talking to like the other people on the team and they're all like, Oh my god, we were so shocked about the backlash and so sad and how can people even dare think that you're a homophobe, Uh, like you're so outstanding and we have like a gay person on the team that you've hired and like you um he apparently he endorses um, a charity called Le Refuge um, that helps like young LGBTQ people, okay, um, who've been kicked out of their and- homes and stuff like that. And I- with him, so they're like, "Yeah, I'm such a huge supporter of this charity, and Listen. you know, I I'm an activist for tolerance, and I don't understand how people could say such a uh. thing." and... It was a whole thing, and then everyone, obviously, on his team, was kind of like patting him on the back, right. and they're like, "Yeah, well, maybe it wasn't so funny, but you know, it was just jokes. It was a bad joke, but like, people are so extreme and whatever." Um, and then he got two people on the phone, so like a spokesperson from um, SOS Homophobia mm-hmm. and one from Stop which are like both um,
1: <clears throat> anti-homophobia organizations, yeah,
0: basically and these guys basically got on the phone and in the most polite way they knew how to were like bitch you fucked
1: up yes! um, we need to teach you a couple oh, things. that's excellent <laughs> that is excellent <laughs>
0: And and he still kind of tried to downplay of course it. He and did. They're like, oh well, we're really sorry if we hurt people, if. but we're really not homophobic and whatever. It was just jokes, like there's this thing about being so politically oh correct and like you can't make jokes about anything anymore. Here's the thing though. Um, it's it's not just jokes because one of the guys who had called mm-hmm um was hadn't come out to his family well, yet and they recognized him well, because obviously his voice wasn't even altered uh, and, this kid is 19, oh and he was 19 and he got kicked out of his home um stupid. it's
1: not jokes it's it's stupid. really not though. like it's stupid people i don't understand like even when when even when they do those like candid camera whatever prank um shows <gasps> At the end, they make them sign a release. But then release. you sign a release. Exactly. You sign right. a release. Like, yeah, sure, you can humiliate me on TV or whatever. You cannot be on TV if you do not give permission. I don't understand how these people are not getting sued or shut down or whatever. Like, what?
0: I, I don't get it. And if if you're not going to do that, you could maybe either not ask people for their name, uh, because they did on oh, the show. God. Or alter their voice yes. like that's do something protect their anonymity like uh. this is maybe it's a joke to you because you're you know you are whatever you're there and you're like kicking with your fr- it's not funny it's not, it's funny. not a joke it really like isn't funny i'm so tired of that whole show i needed to get off the air that is all i, don't I understand need how i just needed to on stop. the air.
1: that is a testament to French's level is, of trash that that show continues so they, to these blatant like just completely messy episodes. And the, and still the be thing there. is,
0: I, I feel like the French are actually super strict about stuff on TV. Like, Really? I, I, I feel like French TV is actually quite tame compared to a lot of trash you can see on British TV. I don't know um, about that. Like, even reality shows are kind of toned down and, you know, they try to control all of that. But again it's like they have a problem with discussing
1: social, social issues because they, they don't have a any problem. Sp- I like I feel like French people take like <clears throat> it's not even freedom of speech it's like it's not freedom of speech because they take it as like you are French and we've talked about this before several right. times right. you are French therefore you are the following things if you do not fit yeah in all of these things then you are not French and that means that you're fair game like I can do whatever I want that is absolutely and say whatever true. I want and, and it's, it's also
0: this idea of oh we're actually super progressive right and we're such wow. a tolerant people, we're so progressive and so we're
1: discriminatory
0: Exactly. And so it's like you you can't talk about discrimination because everyone's convinced that it it doesn't happen anymore, but case in point this dude got kicked out of his home because they did not know he was gay and you outed him. And that's not even the first time it happened on the show because one of the people on the show who is a gay man mm-hmm. um, was outed <clears throat> live on the show. Like they'd always kind of made jokes about it and oh, like, God. you know, people suspected it and whatever. But I, but I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but I think that a coming out is something that you should do on your own terms if uh. you choose to do it. Yeah. If it's not like you don't have to come out, and if you choose to, maybe you should do it the way you want. Maybe right. he wanted to tell his family and friends for like what the fuck? So it's just it's oh, problematic. So and the messy. thing is, the only thing they got <clears throat> from the CSA was I a think fine. a slap on the wrist because um I think they can't uh advertised during the show for a while or if they got a fine or something. Nothing major. Um Blue. so I just I need it to stop. I need this this show to just go off I can't anymore. Like I don't just, I just want friends so to be on
1: pause for a while. Just <laughs> just click, just listen. You get a collective timeout all right, Girls. for a predetermined amount of time, where you will, shall think about what you've done and how you can be better, because the world can't handle it. I cannot. Sure. I handle have a lot it. of
0: pent up rage.
1: <laughs> I just don't, like, like even France that is that on whole so many all the time. Yeah, the, the, the
0: whole presidential election period. Uh. Was very tense in my household. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I can
1: imagine.
0: Girl, so I don't know if I can tell this story like really quick. Um, Mm -hmm. but during the presidential election, there was uh, a very, very high rate of abstention. Is that a word in English? Uh, abstention, like people who just don't want to vote because they can't be. Uh,
1: yeah, what it. Uh, abstaining, abstinence. Abstinence is something, abstinence is like As- absence from sex, but like, uh, yeah, 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 like people abstain from, you know.
0: Right. Um, so a lot of people just did not want to vote. And it's tricky because me being Sudanese, um, I have never had a chance to vote. <laughs> huh. So I, uh-huh. I feel like it's a right, but it's also kind of a civic obligation but i also totally 100% understand people who did not vote for what's her face um what's marine it? le pen but also refused to vote to, for someone who was like you know a liberal like not very you know i mean i right. I, I understand that whatever Um, What was the story I wanted to say? Oh, yeah. So (laughs) there's this (laughs) – I got sidetracked. I'm sorry. So there's this uh, girl, French girl that I follow on Twitter. She's um, like an activist and whatever, and she's black. And she was telling the story of when she was at a restaurant with two white male friends and they were talking about voting and what so this was before the it was i think between the first and second round or something mm-hmm. um and her friends were saying oh well we're probably not gonna vote because we don't believe in macron but also we would never vote for Marine le pen so like what's there to do we're probably just not right. gonna vote
1: and she Basically was like oh, the same thing I that people know. were doing here during the yeah. election like oh i don't really like exactly. hillary but trump's exactly. so not gonna vote
0: Um, and then the girl says that she was discussing that with them and she's like, oh, well, I'm not sure yet. I'm probably not going to vote either because, you know, my ideals and principles wouldn't allow me to vote for either of these two people. Mm -hmm. And then this one guy who was leaving the restaurant. So he overheard their conversation and he turns to her specifically um, and he was like, uh-uh. well, um, if, uh, like, if we'd had the same mentality in 2002, then Le Pen would have won and you'd be in Africa. <gasps> <laughs> oh, anyway. my God. Fuck you. Fuck your mama. Fuck your vote. Um, No, just no, no. And that's my whole thing with France is that there was this Ah. pressure, especially on minorities to vote anyway for Macron, even if they weren't convinced, Um, because they owed it basically um, to all the lefties because,
1: you know, they owed it to them. Um, um I just I can't
0: with France right now. I, I am unable. I'm I cannot. Telling you, um, the pause
1: button it's it needs to be in effect. Like just all, up, of, it, up, all up, of it, all of it. All sixty-five up.
0: million people, just all of it. Um just uh, chill.
1: Uh, chill for a bit. Uh,
0: uh, um uh, and that's it for me, uh, ranting about France. Oh, wait. That, Man, that's you
1: know. 36 minutes of a <laughs> Well, moving on. Moving on to local Zibala. Uh, it's, not mm-hmm. really, I mean, uh, it's not really, I, I mean, I mean it it's, is, not it's not really. I mean, it's not trash. It's just very, very heartbreaking. Yeah. um, And this right. is something that you guys, uh, a few of you have asked us to Discuss On Today's episode um, uh, Not
0: I'm gonna admit Not my favorite topic Not at all um, Okay Because I honestly Never know What to say <clears throat> But let's give it a try
1: Yeah um, So uh, A couple of weeks ago Or the The curator Before This current one um, On Sudan Voices um decided to discuss the topic of um pedophilia and
0: as you do yeah so it's as, cash, you, know, you know just
1: <laughs> we're gonna talk about pedophilia today Little bam like and I mean kudos hey. mm-hmm. <laughs> kudos to her for you know first defining uh, what it is, and sort of giving people some resources right. to read, which was which which I thought was a good thing, and then after that, yeah, because at a,
0: first I I really didn't know where it was going.
1: Yeah, because it could have yeah it could have been mm. all over the place. Um, and so then after you know after giving after defining the 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 topic and everything, um, she sent out a few polls. Of asking people, you know, have right. do you have any background knowledge? Have you ever come across this topic of pedophilia before? And um, if you know, if you have, have you ever had such an experience? Were you molested? And if so, did you tell anyone? I think those were the three, mm-hmm. the three uh, polls that she sent out. Yeah, pretty much. And um, the choices on the polls of like, you know, if you were. Um, if you were molested, was it by a relative or not? And then you know she had one for each gender. Right. Um, and the results were interesting. I think seventy uh, out of six hundred and something people who voted. I feel seventy-six percent of uh, men voted that they were that they had such an experience with a. Aid- stranger not a relative and I think 21 percent of women uh said that they had an experience with a non-relative and those were sort of the you know the, okay. that was like the majority of, of the votes were yeah. people saying you know strangers they had the experience with strangers or I mean not necessarily strangers right. just non, non-relatives non um right. and then uh <clears throat> she set up a Saraha account to get people to submit their experiences anonymously. Um, And then they came rolling in and it was some of the most (coughs) heartbreaking uh, accounts that we've come across recently. It was
0: really, really hard.
1: It was really hard to read. And uh, might I add, uh, I'm ashamed to say
0: so many people to share their stories I agree
1: I wasn't expecting that many people to share their stories and I'm ashamed to say that I was not expecting there to be so many stories from men Mm -hmm. or boys I really was not expecting that at all and it was actually quite a substantial amount from the ones that I looked at I didn't I couldn't go through the whole thread because it just I tried. Oh, girl! It was, but
0: yeah, like you said, it was, it was, was very like there were um, women uh, sharing their stories about being molested by men and other women, yeah, and men sharing their stories about being molested by men and women, yeah. Um, basically, everyone's trash. Um, but please proceed.
1: Um, the story. I mean, I don't wanna. I don't wanna mention any of them. Um, here but I I just I mean there's one that really like stood out to me Mm -hmm. because it kind of encompasses all that's what's wrong with how we deal with these incidences you know Um, I think it was um, Mm -hmm. um, um, a boy who sent in you know his account of saying that he was molested by his stepmother and Mm -hmm. for years basically and she threatened that if he told his father she would have him and his sister basically she would kick them out of the house right and that to me is like this is exactly this in a nutshell is is what we're dealing with well
0: can can i tell the the other story that really stuck with me okay um I actually can't find it right now, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm really not sure if it was a guy or a girl, mm. um, but anyway, someone shared their story about being molested and they said that obviously, understandably, um, you know, it, it fucked them up and they were completely traumatized and so they decided to seek therapy and went to see a therapist and the oh. therapist was basically oh, like, well, awesome. pray on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Um, um,
0: excuse me. <laughs> what no Madam, what? Sir? <laughs> say uh, say what um, So I think that also says a lot about how we deal with these things and just how we yeah. deal with mental illness in general. In general, um, yeah.
1: And I think – and I mean, I, I, I think uh, – especially when it stems, you know, especially when our our mental illness stems from such a traumatic experience, for you to right. tell someone to just pray on it is, like, it's and, and like completely dismissing.
0: A lot, most, I want to say most um, of the stories that were shared, people said, um, oh, I've never... Uh, told this told to anyone. anyone ever in my right. entire life. Right. So, right. I mean, it's just
1: such—it's so huge to carry that way, and you and you see a lot in like a lot of the accounts, people saying, you know, now my my idea or my feelings towards or my relationship with you know sex and intimacy or physical contact are just messed up because yeah. of what happened to me, and it's like. Of course it is when you're not allowed to, you know, you're carrying this weight by yourself. You feel ashamed because somehow you feel it's your fault. And you're not allowed to process it. You're not allowed to properly process it. Like, of course you're going to, you know, go into life with with these horrible and skewed, you know, ideas and views and feelings about intimacy when you've been through something like this. And I think... In our society, this whole, like, oh, or, you know, at, at the end of the day, the the weight is carried by the victim, as it is in, in other societies. I'm not, like, singling out Sudanese society, but, like, basically, that's what it is. Like, you're, as a victim, the mark is right. on you more than anybody else. It's like, oh, if you tell anybody... I think I... You know, if you tell anybody, you, really... you should be ashamed. You'll you you it will be sh- shameful for you. It's embarrassing for you right. to tell someone, right. and then not but only that's that. Also,
0: I feel it's internalized guilt because you know, part of you thinks it's your fault. Right. So it's your burden to carry.
1: But even if, even without, you know, even for people who who do tell their stories. I think it's always like, oh, well, you shouldn't tell anybody else because, you right. know, that is going to reflect poorly on you or reflect poorly on the family. You don't want, you know, you don't want our reputation to be exactly. sullied or whatever. And it's just kind of like, at one po- at what point are are my feelings as a victim centered? Like, at what point am I am and, I going to be the focus and like the concern of people? It's like it's all the concern is outward. It's never. <laughs> it's never it, like it's never at the person at the victim it's always everyone else
0: and that's where i have a very radical opinion on this and i know it sounds really harsh but i feel like if something like that happens to your child and they feel like they can't tell you because they're more worried about you being angry or like ashamed or like or whatever. Right. That's kind of a failure on your part as a parent. I agree. Because I cannot imagine, honestly, like I'm not going to pretend that it's easy and like you should tell your parents. I don't know what it's like. Right. I, Mm -hmm. I can't put myself in those people's shoes. But I would like to think that if something like that happened to me, I would tell my mom. Like she, she, and and it's not like, I don't, just because she's always made me feel like my safety was the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: I feel like that's kind of your responsibility as a parent. I think,
1: yeah, to yeah, to guarantee I mean, your child's safety over everything else. Yeah, um, yeah. I think, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a complex issue. Um, it, from from a parental standpoint. Um, I'm not speaking as a parent, obviously, because I have no children. But mm-hmm. um, f- from experience and like trying to like rationalize, you know, people's. Mm -hmm. reactions to things um i think that parents think about it in three ways number one okay this terrible thing happened to my child while you know i was around or you know Mm -hmm. like i should have been there so there's that guilt of like i couldn't protect my child then mm-hmm. there is, I need to protect my child, because I couldn't protect them before. Now I need to protect mm-hmm. them from everybody else. So that's like, you know, uh, uh, for, to that child, right. for whatever they went through. And uh, three, you know, if, if, uh, if the person who inflicted this horrific pain upon my child is somebody close to me like a relative or a family friend or whatever i don't what hold on then i have to think about (coughs) my relationship with my family like do i out this person for what they did um and 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 risk getting a backlash for it and by extension having my child suffer from from that backlash or do i you know uh, try to maneuver I, I my understand way around this so that, yeah, you know, I, I keep this person really away from my child. Part, right. But without sacrificing the family relationship.
0: Even if you don't out the person, I think the least you can do is protect your child from that person. Right. And make sure they never ever see their face again ever in their entire life. Right. Like, However,
1: that's, just... that's a thing that's uh, easier said than done for Mkhitaryan Astudani because we are such a tight-knit whatever familial uh type society like oh you have to see your uncle wala you have to see your bta and i think also the way that we deal with things in our society is just to pretend they don't exist and that includes uh this kind of thing where it's like oh especially if you're well, a young kid hatensa or hayensa haykbar hayensa you know they we un, we we underestimate the effect of it and so we're just like oh especially if, you, if it happened to you as a young kid then oh you know they're just gonna forget about it it's gonna be fine and uh you know if i have some like stern words with the person involved then it won't happen again but it's it's like you're not addressing right so that's issue. just a
0: huge part of ignorance that you don't understand what kind of trauma that thing could
1: cause and you don't want to understand Um, because it you know you don't want to know how much pain has been inflicted on your kid i'm not as a parent really i'm listen i'm not i'm not in any way justifying people's parents behavior who choose like to just ignore things or whatever whatever but i'm saying this is probably their mode of thinking like, oh, if I well, just, if we just forget about it, if we just, oh, right. then, you know, she'll just grow up and she'll forget but, about it. Yeah. But then but you always I, have I that have in have the back of your head. With that. Oh, I, I totally have I, a problem with that. I think it's irresponsible.
0: Because a lot of these people, um, like, they've been molested when they were really young, like, whatever, five, six, seven, until 13. Mm-hmm. And at that point, your, your parents' responsibility, like, you're a child. Yeah. So I really I mean, I don't know. I, I can't I I I can't put myself in that position because I am right. not in that place. But it's just I feel I, like it, it really is your duty as a parent to make your child feel that they can tell you stuff. And I I'm do. not saying this like my my parents are quite Liberal and progressive in the way that they brought me up, mm-hmm. but they're still Sudanese traditional ass parents. Right. Like, it's, you know, it's not like we would sit around a fire and I'd be like, <laughs> oh, can my boyfriend come over? And, like, we'd sit in Kiki about sex. No, that was not a no. thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> not all, a thing
1: that happened. But never.
0: <sighs> but. I feel like if something like that had happened to me, I probably would have told my mom because she always made me feel like that was, you know, something right. I could tell her. Mm-hmm. So. But here's the I thing. I think that's just a relationship you need to instill with your parents.
1: Right. I think that's. With something your children. That starts Minnesota. from the very beginning, like how you right. raise your kids. And I feel like in our society, ma with complete honesty. I don't think parents know their children, and I don't think parents want to know their children. I think their parents I think that parents want to know their children within a specific scope. Like my child is the way that That's I raise everywhere. Them.
0: like in, and in, in every it. single society, there's always a part where, you know, you, you do stuff that you don't want your parents to know about, yeah, and so you I'm, don't tell but them, and you never talk about it, and they know it's happening, but they don't want to talk about it either. Right, but what I'm Th- saying this is... This is serious. Like That this openness
1: is-, is not there. That openness is not there. And, and I Bazaqa, my cousin, uh, my cousin, at the time, his kids, he had a boy and a girl, and his kids were maybe like seven and four. And mm-hmm. I remember him telling me, like, oh, you know, we we were talking him. Mean, we were talking about like these kinds of stories. My God, for some reason, that I think it was the the Imam Gami or something. The bit meshet leu got leu. Yeah, she had to go away from me because I had an exam and kida. And then he molested mm-hmm. her, and oh. uh, he went he went to jail, and then he got a presidential pardon. Um, okay. And Mahim What? Yeah, yeah, girl. I was like,
0: okay, but I mean what? But yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and then he was like the next whatever he was the next mulit he was like fil Mulit and stuff. And So we are talking about that and my cousin was telling me he was like, I've talked to my kids already about like there are certain places that people cannot touch you, whoever they are. Um mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. And I remember being like impressed but also a little bit uncomfortable I was like yo he's like no they're not they need to know mm. because there are some disgusting people out there and blah 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 and they should be like prepared yeah, and I was like yeah right. yeah I completely see your point and that to me was really radical because I feel like people don't have those conversations with their kids they and even even right. older kids they don't have this conversation of like listen um, if something happens to you, right, you can come tell me don't worry about it. you can come tell me i don't think I mean even my parents who are who are like pretty you know kind of like yours, they're pretty liberal and progressive i don't think we've ever had that conversation until I was like oh. way way older of like if something happens I've, to you, you know I've you can come tell had, me right
0: i've never had that specific conversation I think
1: but I think it's important but... to have that conversation because most people won't it's like most kids won't assume that their parents are just going to be like cool with them telling them something as big as this you know what I'm saying and I mean there are so many stories of kids that just that hide it even when parents are like fine uh, uh, I remember I think I went to Bika or something and, and in the neighborhood um They were talking about how this man stood up and he was -hmm. like, "Um, just wanted you to know that my daughter came home um, a few days ago and she's been acting weird. Um, You know, she's like completely withdrawn, blah, blah, blah. She told me a teacher or a teacher molested her. And my daughter goes to this neighborhood school and you guys should check with your kids to see if they're okay because blah, blah, blah. And these are the signs, but like, not everybody right. does that. You know what I'm saying? There isn't that line of communication and kids will just hide it. <laughs> and parents will just think, oh, you're just being weird and, and whatever, because we can't fathom that something like that would happen on our watch. But at the same time, like a lot of kids, when they find or if, if they have the courage to tell their parents, you know, don't guarantee that the reaction will be what they want slash need, which is, right. To go apeshit at the person who did this to me, not at me. Right. You know. But
0: also, um, now that you mentioned this story about the imam who molested the little girl and then got a presidential pardon, I think that's also a huge, huge part of the problem. Yeah. Because if you grow, like, when you grow up hearing stories like that, and like, you grow up thinking. That if something like that ever happened to you and you told people, nothing's going to happen to the dude and all of the shame is going to be on you and your family. So obviously you don't want to speak up because what the fuck. Right.
1: Also, Um, I think a mm -hmm. a big part of it is not only this shame that you carry upon yourself, but the added weight of this family shame like it's not just enough that it's my you know it's something that happened to me and i have to be like embarrassed for the rest of my life because this this horrible thing happened to me that's not supposed to happen to people yeah. but also i have to worry about my family reputation and how my how my people are going to be viewed in society right. and that's that's a huge that's a huge weight that's, that's and that's right. a, that's that's messed up on a completely different plane that like that just screws you up on so many levels, it's like it's not enough that I'm traumatized, but now I have to worry about upholding this arbitrary, you know, uh, whatever abstract image of the family, mm. and that's just like, especially on a like that's such that's my I you know that's just it's insane. It's insane for you to expect, or for you to for you to make that connection of like. This happened to you, therefore, this reflects on everybody else. What? And, and I feel like at some level it's a transfer of guilt. Like,
0: yeah. wh- you know,
1: when parents or families are like, oh, I can't believe yeah. this happened to you. It's just you not taking accountability for the fact that you weren't there to protect me. Yeah. And, You're like, right. screw you. Like, how is that, you know? And then I also think about how does that affect people's relationships with their parents in the future like as they grow up or especially if like something like this happened to you at an at a a little bit of an older age like say you're like a teenager or whatever how does that affect how you deal with your parents especially if your parents Mm -hmm. decide that you know the the outward image is more important than your personal you know trauma and your safety how do you you know how does that affect people How do you continue to have a healthy relationship with your parents if you feel like they didn't stand by you? And I think that's something that people also don't consider. Like, oh, I should love my parents unconditionally, but um, is that really unconditional love on the part of my parents if they don't stand by me in something like this? That really keeps me up at night. Like, is this, you know, we talk about, oh, your parents love you unconditionally. Whatever happens to you, your parents will always love you. But... Actions speak louder than also, words, Also, that's bro. really not
0: true, because a lot of parents are just super toxic.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: Like, that's not even... Okay. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say. I feel like there's a lot to address. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I mean...
1: It's hard. It's a a very difficult topic.
0: I I really don't know if this is true, but I feel like stuff like this happens more in, like, conservative societies, and I'd like to know why. Because of all my really close friends, um, the ones I know have been through something like this Mm -hmm. are Arabs. Um, mainly Sudanese I want to say actually I I think we need to address why it happens I think a huge part Mm -hmm. of it is the way we deal with mental illness because one of the people who shared stories on the Saraha account was the guy who's like oh um, I'm attracted to really young children and I don't know what
1: to do Um, oh I did not see that one Yeah.
0: Um normally you would go to, to a, a therapist. therapist, right? Um but in Sudan, what do you do? I feel like also part of it is just how do I say? I want to say sexual frustration, but that's not really what I mean.
1: I yeah. like the repression. I
0: feel yeah, yeah it's just it's so much repression yeah. yeah that it it's it's unhealthy and I understand that the reason um, people are not supposed to have sex before marriage is to organize society basically but I still feel that people should at least address it. Oh yeah as a topic because it's like this super mystified concept that's like it's no big deal like it's how people
1: procreate yeah and I think because of that it's fine I think because of that um you'll find that um you know it's always sort of linked to it's always linked to sex like uh, you've been through this trauma you know this kind of experience especially as a I mean I don't know about about boys and men but as a as a girl if you've been through this experience it's always like oh well you know uh what did you do or you can't be or you know it, 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 you have to be extra aware of okay. your body and how you present yourself and whatever because automatically even if people don't directly link it to it it's sort of like implied that you know as if as a female you you've You've done something to to you know elicit this reaction from someone, and that's why they did this to you because either you're a child but you're you know your your body is more developed or maybe you mm-hmm. act a certain way or maybe you do certain things or you hang out with you know you're around uh, males a lot, and that's what caused right. this and it's it's just like this has nothing to do with it uh, you know it has exactly that's not it. That's not the reason. Like oh that's not god. the reason Oh my god. You know happened. what I just remembered? Uh-huh.
0: I I think we might have uh talked about this guy on this podcast before, but there was this one Saudi Sheikh who went on Saudi National TV. Mm-hmm. Um and he was saying that um when she's oh, seven years old she's, yeah yeah um so she can like get used to the hijab you know by the time she hits puberty and whatever and then he's like well um i think uh if you think your daughter is attractive like right. yeah. yeah and
1: i'm
0: like what do you mean attractive like what what? And, I mean, there was me?
1: also a Saudi Sheikh Baradukan, Sheikh Kabir, who, like, raped his daughter and killed her. And she was, like, two. What? Yeah. That was a big story. Oh, my sure God. And, he, yeah, and they scared. gave him, like, they gave him three months or eight months jail time. with Yeah. And he literally, like, snapped her neck as he was raping her. She was two years old. And so there's this thing of, like, oh, if you're a female, then automatically, biologically, you you cause this in people. And it's like, no, these people are ill. Like, it's not anything to do with me or women. It has everything to do with that person's mental health. And I think the other problem with... Mental health for Sudan in general is that people often feel like there is no confidentiality. So if I go to a doctor yeah, and say, it,
0: like the Oh, you know, this thing said, happened to
1: me, like, what's, there, what's the guarantee that this doctor isn't going to know someone in my family or isn't going to, you know, or like take matters into their own hands? Oh, just pray on it or it's your fault or whatever. Though.
0: Like, if you're a person, you're all traumatized, and you're like, oh, pray on it,
1: it's not
0: I want to curse in Arabic, but I don't even know how to.
1: I don't have the vocabulary. Just, just, no, I just, can't. No, I just no. can't. I just can't.
0: I can't. Um, We need better health care.
1: Yes, we um, need better um, communication. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And I think, I mean, I, I appreciate a lot uh, the per- the person who who you know proposed this topic and did this topic for oh, the yeah, weekly voices because that's not easy. Um, and it's also like a very jarring look at it. It's not like it wasn't theoretical for very long. And I and think also I, there was a. As uncomfortable Um, as it made but there was
0: some trolling. I don't know if she saw that they had to like block this one dude. I didn't Um, see that, but um,
1: I did see someone. Sorry, she ahead. would
0: post like a couple of uh, screenshots and whatever, and this guy would be like, Oh my god, that is so made up! Like, that story is so unrealistic. Oh I don't believe god. it. Like, people are just trying to be, you know, they're just Stop trying it. to exist through this hack. Uh, oh, and I'm Lord. like, This is exactly why people don't talk about don't t- this. Don't tell, exactly. Like, this is why people you, don't talk. you are exactly the problem it's you we need to get rid of people like you
1: exactly and that's the other thing um i saw one person mention that like you know they didn't agree with uh, um they didn't agree with posting people's stories or like whatever because you know because the internet is full of trolls and people won't take this seriously and and might you know Mm -hmm. inflict more pain or harm on on these people who have you know made themselves vulnerable by sharing their stories and whatever um and I and to and to be honest when I first saw that she was taking accounts I was I felt a certain type of way I was like ah uh, I don't know it made me uncomfortable I mean of course it's it's it's, mean, it's, it's people I mean people consensually sent like it's their choice to send their stories but I just felt yeah. like
0: and it and it was anonymous, and for a lot of people, it was you know the first time right. they had ever uh, talked about this to anyone ever. Right, um, and that can so be very I'm liberating. Thinking, yeah, I'm hoping it was a little bit therapeutic for them. Yeah, um, I do understand the point about the trolls, um, right? But I mean, they, but she the it. the girl who was curating the account, I think, did a really good job kind of, like, moderating the responses and stuff. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it didn't, like, completely go to shit. It was actually all right, I think. Okay.
1: And the other thing that I thought was interesting was that she linked this, mm-hmm. all of this, to al Qasirat. And I thought, at first I was like, uh but oh, then she the did? More, I didn't yeah, see that. The more I thought about it, the more I was like, uh... Oh. Okay. I see
0: what you did there, sis. That, yeah,
1: that's nicely done, ma'am. Like, mm-hmm. okay, because I think top. at the Good end, at the end, she was like, you know, with all this in mind, how do you feel about Zoya Qasarat now? And I was right. like, oh, okay, I see, I see. <laughs> Damn, what did you didn't there. see that one, coming. Yeah, I didn't at all. So um, I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty smart. But I think it also. Uh, works at a disadvantage because it sort of like limits it down to to oh I mean like yes uh, in theory legitimize well I don't want to use that word but quote unquote legitimizes right pedophilia or whatever but uh, it's just, it just, I, I mean, it worked. It was a nice twist, and I think it worked really well to like drive yeah. a point home. But at the same time, it's like, that's yeah. not why it happens. Like, that's not why, that's not the only reason why that, I mean, that's not the only angle.
0: I, I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: To the topic, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. So, um kudos to her for taking Indeed. on such a difficult she did a pretty good job. topic and for allowing people, you know, to the space to, to express themselves and, and to find maybe hopefully comfort in sharing their story. Um, I think it's very brave because I would not have put my stuff out there, even anonymously. I just, think I mean, it's, if, like,
0: if it's anonymous and it's something you've been carrying with you your whole life and I don't know, I mean, I I kind of understand it to be honest.
1: I mean, I totally get it, but I'm. It just I think it requires a lot of courage. I feel like those people yeah, are very brave. Yeah, I
0: agree.
1: Um, what did you guys think of this topic? Did you look at it? It's still up. Like, if you scroll down this down voices account, you'll see like the threads and everything. Um, what did you think about it? Did had you ever you know what's what are your thoughts? Let us know. Uh, at NSNM podcast or with the hashtag NSNM. Um, our final topic for this episode. Okay. It's not as bad as this one, but it's oh. pretty bad. Um. So, uh, last week, God, the days just blend into each other. I don't know anymore. At Girl, some point I'm in time, I'm pretty sure
0: it's been like four or five Dude. weeks well, okay. <laughs> we've been trying to record for <laughs> yeah forever i don't even know how long uh right. I in think the not so immediate past weeks ago?
1: yeah um a uh, person by the name of tisneem nagy um who is a lecturer uh in the faculty of architecture at the university of Khartoum. Yes, girl! Yes, she's a young, you know, black girl excellence, black girl magic, Sudanese excellence out here, young woman, just slaying on the streets. Anyway, so she's a lecturer at University of Khartoum. She's complained about this several times and a lot of people that I know who work or go to Yamat al-Khartoum also complain about this. You know, she's Mm -hmm. often stopped by security at the door complaining that her outfit is not... Uh, Appropriate, and um, (sighs) on the day in question, I feel like the team just was like, "Okay, this is that's enough." I feel like she stopped all the time. She doesn't the so she was stopped by the person security, and who argued with her that her skirt was not appropriate for her. In that she didn't believe her. I think that she was a faculty member um and then him a huge argument ensued she wouldn't allow her to go in blah 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 Tasneem decided F this I'm not gonna take this anymore and so Mm -hmm. she put in a formal complaint to the what is it the, the, de- the dean um, of the university being like, this is unacceptable. D-
0: just FYI, I told my mom about this story because I was mm-hmm. like, ha, ha, ha. So you went to down. al thought, look what it's become. Mm-hmm. And she, so I told her the whole thing. She's like, actually, I'm pretty sure that the security people can one-up the dean. <gasps> um, what? So that's where we were at, <laughs> apparently. Wow. According to my mom. I mean, she hasn't been there in like 50 years. So obviously she's a bit rusty, but... It, it is a thing apparently. like if, if the security people um, deem your outfit inappropriate, then that's that.
1: And I mean this isn't and I, I, I really appreciate um, so when when Tasneem put out her story on Facebook and on Twitter, she added a photo of her formal complaint. I mean a screenshot a screenshot of her formal complaint to the dean mm-hmm. and she added a photo of her outfit and what i really appreciated about her was that she said it does not matter what i wore right but just to show you right. that this rule is completely and utterly arbitrary and subject to whatever the person's feeling at the moment who's at the door right. this is what i was wearing that they deemed inappropriate and the outfit was right. like ridiculous like there's no way in hell that you- her skirt was so like why and like fuck there was no way you could claim that just
0: just to explain so she's wearing like whatever long sleeves that hat and a long skirt like a maxi skirt and i yeah. think the the person the security person's problem with her outfit was that the skirt was too loud like masjid and you know are you kidding me colorful i think so no
1: wasn't I don't, that, I don't that know. It, it,
0: it attracted too much attention? I mean, I think that's what people were saying on Twitter. I'm really not Listening. sure. You'd have to ask her, but I that's what I understood from the story. Because obviously, like she didn't just walk in there with fucking hot shorts and a subpoena, right. you know? Right.
1: And I so, just like I really appreciated. I think that's what it was. Uh, regardless the rule is dumb regardless but i no kidding yeah and um i just i like the fact that she was like you know this doesn't my outfit doesn't like justify the you know injustice here like it's not about my outfit it's about the fact that this is stupid and the fact that me and my my female colleagues have to go through this all the time and it's. it's first like, of all,
0: it's it's about the fact that she is going there. Right. She is going there to oh, do a sorry. job, and she Teacher. should not be subjected to someone um, who, on a whim, thinks that her ab- outfit is inappropriate. Because, first of all, inappropriate is very subjective. Yes. So, if you're giving that much power to the security people to decide. What right. is and is it's not a, appropriate.
1: Exactly,
0: then that's it's, a the it's a slippery slope.
1: It's a slippery slope, and it's like clearly. And I think that's also the issue. Like, there's no real clear cut. I mean, there shouldn't be a rule in the first place, but there's no clear cut rule of like what's appropriate and what's not. And the fact that this isn't, you know, this there's also some kind of like um, age discrimination that's happening. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I've, I've heard this from many a young woman, a uh, friend of mine who has at some point in time taught or tutored at University of Khartoum complaining about this, right. where, where like the guards don't believe that she's a teacher because she's too young or the students don't respect her because she's too young. She gets harassed by the male students because they think they're, she's one of them. Or like even the other faculty members will be like, you know, you're a kid. Or or right. it's very like... Age and gender discrimination at its finest. Right. And it's, like, the combination is exhausting. Like, I just, I don't understand how in 2017 we are still dealing with this. First of all, you should be I'm happy kidding. that such accomplished people are coming back to teach at to Sudan. Right. Because exactly. they don't have to. Like they can enter the workforce, no. the pub- the private sector. They can do whatever. And I'm they can pretty leave the sure country. you
0: don't even pay them that well, and they're you know? doing this out of the goodness of their hearts and out of their. You know, they want out- to give
1: back. Exactly, and out of their need to give back to the institution that that educated them. But like when right. you are when you basically spit in their faces for for giving their time and their energy and their talent, it's just, it's mm. insulting. Like, it's just like, well, what do you want from... You complain that, like, there's a brain drain in the country and whatever. But you don't want to give people the basic respect and human decency to do their goddamn jobs that you hired them for, that you complain nobody wants to do. So, like, what what is it? Which is it? I can't. I don't understand. Listen. But also,
0: I have a question. Is it just the female lecturers, or do they also catch the men, and they're like, oh, you're not wearing a button-down shirt, you're not allowed... Yeah, girl, I've um, never heard of that. You know, to give a lecture in flip-flops, or... I have never heard of that. You it. know, it, your edges are got, like, what is, <laughs> what do they <laughs> say to the men? I want to know. You crusty I'm curious.
1: Like, what's happening to you? I don't yeah, no, I have never You're
0: heard Your ashy, yeah. It is probably a thing, you know? I, girl, I just, I don't
1: know. I, I, I've, I've, I've personally never heard of any male, uh, student at University of Khartoum or a faculty who has been barred from entering because of their attire I've,
0: I've never heard of that either if and you have been, just
1: please let us know because you know that would be enlightening yeah. but I do feel like it's a, a disproportionately um Hinaid policy towards women and right. you know and it's just it's just dumb it's so dumb it's so dumb. It's too hot and too dusty and too exhausting. I already took, like, it took me a while to get here. I had to stand from House. I don't need you to then give me crap about the goddamn <laughs> tarha on my head or that my shirt listen, is uh, not three-quarter sleeves enough. Like, just let me go in this lecture, please.
0: Listen, I'm just going to say... Um, this is a perfect time for me to lobby to, I mean, I'm very passionate about people wearing whatever the fuck they want, but I want to hashtag bring back the white tobe. Ayy. Hey. Because <laughs> all these abayas, uh... I am, I am not here for it. All this like imported black polyester, bro- No. No. And allow no. me to say, not? can we not
1: that okay, so this like concept of appropriate attire is supposedly so that people will focus on their studies and not be distracted by people's appearance, blah blah. blah. Can we just mention that that changes nothing whether she's wearing a deemed oh, definitely. appropriate but it's completely irrelevant. I just on I, I just and it doesn't make a goddamn difference. It no, doesn't it does make not. any difference. I just
0: personally wanna wage a war against all of these abayas and I wanna bring out bring back the white poob. Cause You know,
1: I'm not, it was I'm awesome not it looks uh, good yeah it does it's,
0: it's you know adapted to our climate because who the fuck wants, wants to, wear to wear all a that black, black polyester word. um Typically. you know it's it, it's appropriate it's not a, it's her culture like what is <laughs> i don't understand let's just, can we bring it back
1: Listen, I just... Hashtag seriously, bring back the white top. The,
0: the next ta'abaya I see when I'm in khatum, I... I <laughs> You're going to lose it. I want um, I am, like, aggressively opposed to
1: ta'abaya. Listen.
0: Aggressively. Like, very strongly.
1: Shout out to um, Tasneem Nagi for not taking it lying down and for you know, taking a stand. Uh, and, oh, the most heartbreak... Well, the most... That's not the right word. The most infuriating part of okay. all of this, possibly, is the fact that this name was, you know, um, uh, strong enough to share her story and, you know, she's not, like... She's not in the wrong at all.
0: And somehow...
1: Yeah managed to attract all of these people who are are you throwing serious this negativity and backlash at are her are you
0: kidding me yeah girl and people sit down you and know what she these... says
1: I, I i put i wrote a comment on her post on facebook and i was like you know uh, good for you for taking a stand like we're so proud of you and we support you 100% blah blah, blah. And, she, and her her response to me was um i now know what it felt like for you to do that video
0: oh, and no. I was like
1: what <laughs> why why no. on earth are people lashing out at you for this I don't understand what anybody could see wrong with uh-huh. what she did and or what why? she was wearing what's, what's, what's their, their,
0: I, their angle
1: I, I you know whatever whatever I escaped. what anybody <laughs> could have to say about that i just i don't see
0: here's the thing when i first saw the hinai i was like i don't think she should have posted her picture because it takes away from the whole point right but now i'm like that i the point. understand yeah the, you understand why? why she did it because if if she yeah because if she hadn't then people would speculate and then be like <laughs> exactly and whatever and like maybe it was inappropriate which kind of takes away from the point because it's not this person's job to tell her what is or isn't appropriate because what does that even mean right um i understand why she posted the picture and so I have it's, no it's idea. It's
1: completely damned if when you be damned if you don't.
0: When people mean by it and they be. Listen. She looks very nice. She looks super professional. She looks amazing. Professional oh, her and up- outfit polished. looks
1: really, really pretty. Um, um It's very professional. That skirt cute, girl. Yeah, it's super I cute. I don't understand. I don't even wear skirts, um, and I was like, oh, that's a look. And she looked <laughs> completely professional. She wasn't distracting yeah. in any way. Like, I don't yeah. understand what anybody could have a problem with. Oh. I don't get it. Um, it's really damned if you do, damned if, you're don't, if you don't Like, في النهاية, في النهاية, everything is stacked against you People are still going to have some crap to say about nothing
0: And that's my thing with the whole Abaya thing Because it's becoming so normalized <laughs> Listen, No, seriously yeah. Like, Remember when we went to do administrative things, struggles uh, yeah. in Khartoum? Like, whenever you go to a government office, and all, all the, all the women nabayas. are wearing abayas. Yeah. So that kind of became, um, a like, the ideal of yeah. what's appropriate and muhtashim and ma'adab and whatever. And I am, fuck that. I, yeah. I, I don't agree. It's not our culture. Um, what the yeah. fuck? It's ugly. Yeah. It's hot. It gets super dusty. Like, ihna balab aslan. Like the the oh. average temperature is forty five degrees and there is kataha every eighteen yeah, hours. Like, like why is this wild. a thing? I don't understand. Yeah. And they're usually like super long and like Mijadirin al Wata and it's just yeah.
1: But you why know are that's you doing also this? Like it's capitalism not at work. You know that's capitalism at work. That's like somebody, you know, containerat Mariana bayat that and so this whole national policy veers towards bias so this person can, you know, make their coin. That's really what so it is. And so that
0: somehow became like the appropriate attire for women in our country. Right, like ah. that,
1: how you know, what easier way to make people buy a product than to, you know, tell them that this is what makes them pious and holy and appropriate. Like, what better way Listen, to sell something than use religion to do it? And guilt people into Imported
0: wahhabism I can't can't deal with that Um,
1: Wahhabi kapalism So I'm going to say no to that Yeah no thanks
0: Yes to colored skirts Um, And again Yes to the white robe (laughs) I feel like next time I come to Khartoum that's all I'm going to wear Everywhere
1: Well look out for that people I
0: I feel like I'm going to make it Low-key a look I just it's not appropriate
1: word <laughs> uh, I can't um, wait for that anywho those, those yeah. are our topics for this week let us know if you uh, have any topics that you want us to discuss or if you have any thoughts on the topics that we've discussed um, you know the context I'm not going to repeat them um, moving on to your mumkin now Mumkin mm-hmm. la? Mumkin la? Um just a small small
0: you know tiny little bit of Moomkin mm-hmm. Um Katie Perry? Um, oh la. my god.
1: <laughs> Can just I say I that right before um, we started recording this, I was scrolling through Facebook and somebody posted a video of her on stage with the Migos <laughs> doing the Absolute most, and she—it was so cringe. Um, it was so awkward because she was so offbeat and so just weird and corny and like not just the antithesis oh of hip hop. And So that whole
0: thing happened because apparently she has a song with Migos. Uh, I have not listened to it, nor do I plan to. Neither do I. Um, but apparently, enough people like it so that they had to perform it on SNL.
1: Um,
0: Ugh. it was so cringe. Oh, the whole god. performance, Ugh. and then after I—I I don't know if it was after or before that, they were backstage and they took a picture together. And the Migos guys are just standing, like, "Okay, let's do this." And Katy Perry is doing the absolute most. Oh my god! Like,
1: I think I know what you're talking about.
0: Not, not gang signs, but, like... Right, she had friend, that, like, gang pose. And she's pose. doing, like, a super thuggish pose. And, like,
1: but the um, movers are smiling in the background. Like, like what are you doing, ma'am? Um, no, ma'am. If, no. if, if, I mean, if you Mom know
0: <laughs> Katy Perry personally, not... um, <sighs> if you know people who know her, um, please tell them to come and collect her because we've had miley and she's over that face um we are not doing that again um also can we mention
1: how um somebody there's a meme going around of like this is what white men white women do when they're about to like appropriate and hip-hop and they cut their hair short and make it dye a blonde and it was a picture Mm. of miley cyrus Katy perry (laughs) and justin bieber all with the same haircut. And I was like, Yep, yeah, 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 that's oh, a good point. That's
0: it. <laughs> um
1: Yeah, just, I just, just I can't um, wait. Just, just no. Um yeah.
0: and I think she tried to defend herself or like her t- her stance tried to defend her by saying Nothing that wrong. um, you know, she's always been a little weird and quirky and you know um, why are people judging her on this? She's not. You can be weird and quirky all you want. I'm all for that. What she was doing, was you know, no it weird can be quirky, really though. cute. Um, yeah, but that Listen, whole like performative. If
1: blackness, she has done a song with the <sighs> Migos and she was inc- entirely herself, she was just Katy Perry. I would have no problem with that because. Right. That yeah, you right. just that's just you and you did a song with Migos and that was great and whatever and that, wow.
0: um, that is But to automatically
1: fine. like slip into this whatever you think hip hop looks like and um, you know try to whatever and like thug it up. It's just dumb. It's stupid and tired And
0: it's, it's twenty seventeen and it's been done before and I don't wanna see it anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just it's, it's so bad. Yeah, I mean it was the funniest uh, twenty seconds I had seen in a while because she's Ugh. like she's cringe. so cringe. cringe, so offbeat, cringe that it's hilarious, you it's know. Um, but also just stop, uh, Katy Perry, Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Um, our final segment for today. Are yes sir, yes ma'ams I yay do not have a yes sir. Do you? Do I? Uh, let me think. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? I do not, in fact, have a yes, sir. Okay. Well,
0: I have a yes, ma'am. And I also have and a
1: yes. And you do? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, you go first.
1: My yes, ma'am, uh, for this week is Tasneem Nagi for. Aww. Yeah, yes. For doing what so many of us want to do. And for doing it unapologetically and bravely and courageously, and for putting up with. Thank you, the, madam. Yeah, the most, the trashiest of trash in our society. And doing Great. it gracefully and calmly and with integrity and dignity and class and grace. And for that, ma'am, you deserve all the yes, ma'ams. Applause. Indeed.
0: Okay, Um, my yes, ma'am, this week goes to my cousin. <laughs> Not just for being Not my cousin, of... okay. but for being uh, Sudanese excellence and Black Girl Magic. Uh, hey. She is a graphic designer based in New York, um, and she actually just graduated she was doing an MBA at Columbia so like she got all her shit together and then she was like oh what can I do to be even more excellent oh let me start a company um listen so she started a company that makes uh dresses actually it's one dress like it's one cut of dress it's a shift dress Mm -hmm. in Um, different prints and fabrics. Uh, There is one fabric that she actually, um, like she drew the pattern. No. Yeah, yeah,
1: because she doodles
0: a lot. That's so cool. She printed that on some fabric, and that's also on one of the dresses. And she is currently launching her uh, Kickstarter campaign so if you have money please go give it to her because she is support uh, excellent. Sudanese
1: excellence. Please. Her
0: company's name is Seida which is her grandmother's name which yes! I think is so cute.
1: It's adorable. Um, also awesome. representation the dresses, at its finest.
0: Yeah, the dresses are really great um quality. They're so nicely made. Um you know, uh it's a shift dress, so it's like flattering on all kinds of body types. Yes. Uh, they're really cool. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. So, I mean, we'll share a link um, with the Kickstarter campaign. Uh, and that's my yes ma'am because she's amazing. All right.
1: All right. Um, if you have a yes sir or a yes ma'am, uh, if you want to shout out Sudanese excellence in your hood, whatever um uh, let us know you can send it to us on the hashtag yes sir, yes ma'am on twitter Indeed. or you can email it to us or you can you know tweet us at nsnm podcast um yes. don't forget that you can also send your hashtag fix your life questions to no sir no ma'am. yes please any final words
0: Um, I want to discuss the fact that you've been watching Tiny and T.I. I I am very concerned for you. Let
1: me clear that
0: up. Don't watch that. And you know, I love me some trash TV.
1: Yes, you do. Uh, let me clear that up. I do not, in fact, watch T.I. and Tiny, whatever that show is called. Mm -hmm. I happen to come across the commercial for it on TV and was blown away by T.I.'s ridiculous remarks to his wife-slash-ex-wife. Like, I don't even know what she is. Are they divorced? Like, are they separated? I don't understand. He was like, um, the clip just said, uh, the marriage is standing in the way of my greatness. Sir? I have seen that
0: clip before.
1: The marriage that Um, you got into when you married her? Like, um... How does a marriage... I mean... (sighs) Listen, I'm not even going to discuss it. I just want to say that... No. Okay, so I'm in the States these days, if you guys don't know. (laughs) I'm stateside, which is why this conversation is also very painless, because uh, internet is a thing here that works. Um, But anyway, I've been watching a, a substantial amount of television. and good for you american television is full of commercials so i've been watching a Mm -hmm. substantial amount of commercials and i've just realized that like 80 percent of american tv is reality tv like there's a reality show about everything and sometimes i'm like who are these people i don't even recognize you like what why do we need to know about your life like i don't understand girl i Uh, I, I, I can't there's,
0: I can't say anything on that because I do watch a lot of really trash um, reality TV. I am, I just finished uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Wow, they just aired the reunion, it was tragic. I got my life.
1: I, I don't um, understand how I am you do currently it. I watching
0: understand. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. That's a whole ass mess.
1: I'm I also always watching thought those things basketball
0: were. I'm I watching. Don't I don't RuPaul, understand. But RuPaul is not in no, the same RuPaul's category. No, RuPaul Drag Race like, is not. RuPaul, Please?
1: excuse me, that La is not bizi Ferrizi. La bizi Ferrizi. RuPaul Drag Race is not on the same level as these no. other birds. Like no, no. it is. No. It is
0: excellent. I will give you that. It's But great I too. mean, it's entertaining, especially when you know that most of it is fake um that's my problem it's kind of like watching a tv show but not like but then it's not reality at at that point like i just i
1: don't know no it's not i mean at this point it's definitely do my research and like just dive in and see what happens but the commercial that i was like okay no was um there's a new show coming out called (sighs) hip-hop families Hip Hop Royal, something like that. Is it with like Diddy's
0: kids or something? It's all the people.
1: It's like the it's Snoop Dogg, who I'm assuming because it starts with
0: about to be lit. It starts
1: with like the first person that shows up on the screen is Bow Wow, so I'm assuming when they yes, him him um a private oh. jet faking uh Sean Moss or whatever his name is um uh yeah so he's I mean, his, he's in it um T.I.'s kids are in what it is I think
0: a uh, little Wayne's is...
1: kid is in it I don't know girl I don't know he's because he's related to Snoop Dogg somehow he's like his nephew or some shit I don't know I don't know. Either way, I was like, I will never be watching this. I don't understand why this is even on TV. I mean, I honestly
0: would get into it, but Bow Wow just ruined it for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can't. I'm
0: sorry. I can't. I can't. Ever since that thing where he said that he doesn't feel um like basically someone asked him about black lives matter and he said oh well i can't oh, relate like cause I'm not
1: black. Cause I'm boy <laughs> you don't like get out of here not because i'm light-skinned he said because i'm, I'm black, biracial because i'm, I'm bi- mixed racial. or
0: something boy D- um, um bye
1: no sir i no.
0: mean that that is some top-notch negatry anyway <laughs> Anywho, um do you have any recommendations no. I'm not going to be watching. No, I'm actually looking for something to watch. I've uh, watched everything that has ever existed.
1: I uh, don't have anything to recommend either. Um, I watched season two of Chewing Gum, but that was a while ago. And oh, that I've show seen that, yeah. is hilarious. She's so um, funny. Master of None is not bad either. Yeah, uh, it was alright. Aziz Ansari's show. Um, what else? I don't know. I've just been, I just, I've just been watching Law and Order because that's my jam and I'm obsessed. I've been,
0: see, I'm, I'm so desperate for some like good new TV that I've been watching reruns of Mad Men. Like that's how. Oh, I've never actually watched that.
1: It's pretty good. Really? Maybe I I should try to get into it. I'm just. I, mean, I can't too. wait for for the new Game of Thrones season. Honestly, just like
0: yes, Or and just even three, House of Cards,
1: season three of uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is out on Netflix. Um, have you ever watched that show?
0: I tried. I can't seem to get into it.
1: Really? I think yeah. it's hilarious, and I love Titus Andromedon because he's.
0: That, I love so him. Funny. but I think so funny. Kimmy is a bit too much for me.
1: Yeah, I can see that. So the show, um, if you don't know, is about this girl who is uh, kidnapped, I think, by um, a, what is it? He's like a cult leader or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, like a cult. cult. And then after like 15 years or 20 years or something, they uh, rescue them. It was her and three other women and so it's all about her like trying to readjust to life after being like captive for however many years. And so she ends up she's from like the Midwest and she ends up moving to New York City. And it's hilarious. I think it's really funny. There's a um her roommate who ends up being her roommate is um a man by the name of Titus Andromedon who you've probably seen in all the gifs. Like he's just he's so funny he's so hilarious and you should watch the show and that's my recommendation i'll
0: i'll give it another try yeah try it But again. house of cards is coming out soon
1: Ooh, i can't wait um, for that i gotta catch up which though, might be
0: a bit creepy in you know current in this, circumstances yeah, i, I don't but... know if i
1: want to watch it it'd be like too too real it's all too real
0: yeah it's it's getting it's it's too much yeah. <laughs> but
1: yeah um Anywho, i uh, think that's it I think we should end it because it's been almost two hours and, you know, just download the episode. Just download it. You don't got to listen to it all <laughs> if you don't want to. A little to. lullaby before bed. Yeah, enjoy. A little, you know, a little commute, listen, anything. Exactly. This is what we're here for.
0: Masalaam. <laughs> hey,
1: bye guys. Ramadan Kareem. Hang in there. We'll be back after Ramadan. Oh, wow. Laters.